The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. Ken and Cheryl here with Mark Tomlinson, Executive Director for the Society of Manufacturing Engineers. Today's program is focused on one of the largest professional organizations that influences the vitality of the manufacturing industry worldwide and the health of our economy overall. The Society of Manufacturing Engineers provides manufacturing professionals in all industries with access to the knowledge, skills, and resources they need to advance their careers and at the same time improve the profitability and growth potential of their companies. With the industry facing a severe skilled worker shortage, one of the top goals of SME is to fill the talent pipeline with new manufacturing employees. And uh, we're going to talk more about that in just a few moments, but I want to remind everyone um, of our seven free videos for you, our listeners, that will help you get a better job, better pay, and a better life. To access these free videos, simply go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com. Now, to introduce our guest, Mark Tomlinson has spent his entire career in manufacturing and is the executive director and general manager of the Society for Manufacturing Engineers, known as SME. Uh, Mark oversees the day-to-day operations of the Society with business responsibilities for conferencing, professional development and certification, expositions, membership, and publications. The SME Education Foundation and other business support operations. Mark joined SME in 2003 as Director of Membership with responsibility for chapter and technical activities, and in 2005 was named Managing Director of Membership, expanding the role to include responsibility for SME membership activities worldwide. Welcome, Mark. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. Well, it's, uh, we've uh, worked with and around the SME for many, many years. Many of our clients who come through our outplacement and career transition uh, programs uh, are, of course, members of SME, and many of our client companies, of course, um, rely on the association. And we'll talk more about how you impact uh, all of those uh, individuals and organizations throughout the program. But perhaps we could start, if you could, Mark, just tell us a little bit about your own career and what led you uh, to a role with the Society of Manufacturing Engineers? Well, um, approximately 30 years ago, I started in the manufacturing arena um, as a draftsman back when they had drafting boards and pencils. And uh, I uh, received an associate's degree from Fair State University in in Michigan, and I went right, right to work. And through that process of being a draftsman, it led me on to a career of being uh, involved in project management 
for a very large machine tool company where that job allowed me to project manage very large uh, repetitive manufacturing systems uh, that were primarily focused on the automotive and off-road industry. Uh, from that, that job, I was then uh, promoted and uh, sent to England to work for eight years, where I actually developed an engineering department in the United Kingdom to support uh, our manufacturing needs over there. And then from then, I became the vice president of engineering and ultimately the vice president of global proposal for one of the largest uh, machine tool companies in the United States, which is now called MAG, M-A-G, but was at the time was Cincinnati LAM, uh, the Cincinnati Millicron LAM Technicon organization. So I've been around uh, manufacturing all my life. I truly understand the value of it. And uh, through that, that understanding of the value, I became very passionate about getting the information out to the rest of the United States and across the world of the importance of manufacturing. And the Society of Manufacturing Engineers gave me that opportunity to have a larger voice, hence the reason I'm now the executive director and general manager. Mark, we talk to uh, people all the time who are very, very interested in manufacturing, but oftentimes aren't quite sure uh, whether they're qualified and oftentimes are not. Uh, would you share with our audience, um, uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, a little bit about our backgrounds and how manufacturing has changed dramatically in so many ways. And today it's uh, so critical you have very specific skills and abilities that companies are interested in. I brought with me a bunch of articles that uh, address that. Would you address that uh, issue with our audience and Talk a little bit about uh, what it would take to get into a manufacturing environment, please. Sure. Uh, first thing that has to be made clear is what is manufacturing. Uh, there's a perception in the marketplace that manufacturing is repetitive assembly jobs. That is not what manufacturing is. Manufacturing is truly the process of making things. It starts with the part and ends with supply chain. So you have to have an understanding of how parts are created or, or developed, you have to have an understanding of how to process those parts so that they can be manufactured. You have to have an understanding of what type of machinery is required to process those parts. And then ultimately, you have to understand the supply chain on how those parts are going to be delivered to an, uh, e an even larger assembly or product uh, in, the, in the development of a new or larger product. So, Today's manufacturing engineer or people that are involved in manufacturing have to have core skills in math and science. They have to have a good understanding of how things are processed. They have to truly understand how IT and the systems associated with IT affect the manufacturing processes. And they have to have enough knowledge on, on where to go find the information that's needed to support the problems that occur in a manufacturing environment. Well, before we get into a little more detail uh, throughout the program on, on how people can prepare that kind of education, because it sounds a little bit overwhelming initially, uh, let's back up a little bit, Mark, if we could, and just share with us why manufacturing is so important, uh, not only to the U.S. economy, but to the world economy. Well, it is it's the engine that drives the rest of the products and services that take place. Um, 
it starts with taking, when you mine uh, raw materials out of the ground, you mine them so that you can make them into something else. And that making them into something else uh, creates wealth. That wealth then is created that allows for products and services to be used to support the people that are making things. So making things is the core. So in order for economies to, to thrive and flourish, you have to have an economy that has a foundation of making things. So, and that's not necessarily large multinational organizations that uh, you need. You need also the small to medium-sized uh, operations, the small five to ten uh, people organizations that make the subcomponents for the larger components and larger products. Right, it's uh, kind of like the food chain. You know, you start with the little minnows, and pretty soon you get to the <laughs> the big whales. Right, yeah. but the wealth, and that's and the important thing is that the wealth that that supports all the products and services that are needed for the populations of the world. Also, it all starts with making things that are, can be purchased, and and so you have to make something first before you can buy something, and then when you buy it, then there's other wealth that's created that allows you to. Uh, use the products and services of, uh, that are needed to support the world today's economy. Mark, what's fascinating to many of our listeners is um, uh, what I might call the ups and downs of manufacturing. Uh, uh, those that study business go back and remember the Industrial Revolution and how we've uh, evolved from there. But Share with our listeners um, kind of where we are today in manufacturing as opposed to where we were, and then pull out your crystal ball and, and give us some insights into where you see manufacturing as opposed to where we really need to be as it relates to uh, the health of our economy. Well, this is one of the things the Society of Manufacturing Engineers does on a regular basis is look at what's happening today in manufacturing versus what's going to happen in the future. And one of the things that's happening today is we're in a, another one of those phases of transition. And certainly in certain areas of the United States, you can see it in a much greater uh, way than you can in other areas of the United States. For instance, if you take the automotive industry, um, there's been lots of discussion about the loss of repetitive assembly jobs. Well, those repetitive assembly jobs are leaving not only because of the amount of vehicles we're producing, but also because of the productivity that is being created through automation and other uh, aspects of that industry. So what's happening to the, to the manufacturing uh, industry when productivity improves in the automotive sector and the demand for automotive uh, vehicles becomes stabilized or, or, flat, or flat? Well, other products and services are created in other industries. And today, what we're seeing from the Society of Manufacturing Engineers standpoint is there's a lot of work going on in the medical device industry. And in actual fact, that is a larger industry in the United States today than the automotive industry is today in the United States. So the, manu the manufacturing of, of medical devices is an area that is in a growth and uh, development mode, as well as energy. And I'm not just talking about all alternative energy, but all energy sources where we, we try to become more self-sufficient. There's a lot of desire for manufacturing engineers and manufacturing uh, employment in those aspects of uh, the energy industry, both in the alternative sector as well as the traditional sectors such as oil and gas and um, areas such as that. So those are 
what's happening in the in the near term. In the long term, what's happening is you're going to see much more uh, of a focus around micro and nano manufacturing products. So what are nano manufacturing products? Well, they're products that uh, change in their molecular structure over time. So even though they're more biological in nature, there's still a need for manufacturing, uh, an understanding of how things are produced in that sector. So the future looks at a more micro and, and nano aspect, primarily in the medical device or medical industry, where they're serving and solving problems um, that generally were uh, solved by a surgeon may be sur- solved by a manufacturing process. We um, have had the privilege of listening to an expert on, on nanotechnology uh, from Rice University uh, just recently in the last few weeks, and it was just amazing technology. And uh, I thought back to about 20 years ago when we had a client from um, – TI, Texas Instruments at the time, was just beginning to talk about nanotechnology and how it was going to be changing uh, the future. So uh, it's a fascinating field, but we're going to be talking more about the changes in uh, manufacturing in the short term, medium term, and long term, and how it can uh, impact career opportunities. We're going to take a break at this moment. Um, And uh, when we return, we'll hear more from Mark, so stay tuned. News. Opinion. Can you hear me? Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Are you unhappy with your life? Looking to get unstuck from your rut? Are your fears of happiness, love, and success holding you back? You deserve a second chance. Tune in to Second Chances with Susan Armstrong. Each show will help you find your inner success. Whether it's financial success, relationship success, or the happiness and freedom in your personal life. You'll hear from Susan and some of the most influential guests who are talking the talk and walking that walk. 
Second Chances airs live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Mark Tomlinson, Executive Director, Society for Manufacturing Engineers. In the last segment, uh, Mark, you shared with us uh, some of the changes that we're seeing in manufacturing and the shift away from uh, some of the automotive and and uh, big big production into uh, medical device and energy, which there can be some pretty big um, uh, production in the energy sector. Where right here in Houston, we see a lot of that going on with the service manufacturing uh, organization. And long term, how we're going to be moving into more of the micro and nano, nano um, technologies. Uh, one thing I wanted to make sure we covered is, uh, you know, with the shift in an information-based economy and also a lot of the outsourcing that we've seen in uh, U.S. manufacturing to overseas and shifting that uh, manufacturing capacity, how do you feel the U.S. is positioned for this future that you're talking about in manufacturing? Well, I think the United States has an opportunity to thrive, uh, even though uh, there is an outsourcing or overseas sourcing strategy in some uh, aspects of the manufacturing industry. There's also a need for um, understanding how supply chains work and then through those, that understanding of a supply chain, realizing that some things are better manufactured here closer to where things are finally assembled than in other parts of the world. Also, the technology, the high technology jobs are going to stay here. The the one-part manufacturing processes, the low-volume manufacturing processes will stay closer to the final uh, product, where the final product is being assembled. The high-volume products that are repetitive in nature, those are the ones that are being outsourced uh, to other countries that have a lower-cost workforce. So I think that there's a great opportunity for the United States in regards to focusing on that high-technology sector, particularly in areas like energy and and medical device manufacturing. Well, that's really good to hear. Uh, Mark, if you could just share a little bit more about the mission of SME so we have uh, a good understanding of, of what your role is. Well, the Society of Manufacturing Engineers' primary mission is to facilitate the transfer of manufacturing knowledge. So what does that mean? That means that... People with needs or, or have uh, needs or are looking for knowledge in manufacturing. What the society does is we connect those people with those needs with the people that have the knowledge. So we'll search the world looking for the, the experts in certain aspects of manufacturing to answer questions that uh, manufacturing practitioners may have and to solve their problems on a day-to-day basis. We also do that through our products and services. Uh, we do that through our certification products. We do that through our webinar series. We do that through our conferencing and large event pro- uh, products. Excellent. And we talked uh, about the potential um, 
well, I guess it really exists already is the uh, the lack of the um, you know high uh, highly skilled workers and the gap that we're seeing in that area. How does the uh, society help filling the pipeline with uh, additional workforce? Well, one of the, one of the challenges that most manufacturing companies have is finding that skilled workforce, and one of the greatest untapped. Uh, resources we have is the veterans coming back from uh, their military service. And so what the Society of Manufacturing Engineers does is it, it actually uh, identifies the core skills that are required for someone to enter a manufacturing, uh, a manufacturing career, uh, evaluate those core skills based and, and the knowledge that they have learned at, during their military service, and then put them together and put together a curriculum so that they can become uh, a viable candidate for these manufacturing positions. Mark, how does um, SMA reach out to veterans? Do you go through military organizations or do you contact them just prior to their coming out? Uh, walk through that process for our um, veterans. We den- we're generally doing it, do it through networking opportunities um, with other associations and societies that we're uh, connected with. Um, so, for instance, the Manufacturing Institute, which is part of the National Association of Manufacturers, we're, we're active participants with them. So anytime we have an opportunity to get that, that message out there that we can help veterans, we do that. We do that through uh, many of the different associations associated with the military. We also do it directly with the military, primarily in regards to training and development of their, uh, their, their staffs uh, in their military facilities. So lean um, manufacturing processes, for instance, we have, a lean, we have a lean certification product. We have many military uh, installations that are using that certification product to um, evaluate their, their workforce, but also to train their workforce in regards to the skills needed to become productive in manufacturing. Mark, one of the things that uh, you may be doing, and uh, I really don't know, but uh, the, the veterans I've talked to, oftentimes we brainstorm about things and we talk about things like, you know, we have so many uh, specific skills in the military, and, and oftentimes there's a corollary between the, the military job and the civilian job. Is there anything that provides that transition so that a military veteran can look at a list of civilian jobs and see that, gee, that's something that I could have uh, an opportunity to go into in the civilian workforce. Um, what we're doing with uh, the Manufacturing Institute uh, is we're actually evaluating the skill sets of different industry jobs associated with manufacturing. For instance, we're looking at the transportation industry, the aerospace and defense industry, the medical device industry, the uh, energy industry. And what we're doing is we're, we're looking at that not only from the advanced manufacturing curriculum standpoint, but we're also looking at that at the entry-level curriculum standpoint. And through the Department of Labor and their advanced manufacturing pyramids, we're putting together a set of skill sets that uh, allow someone to walk through their career and understand what skills and, and, and trades they need to advance their career in manufacturing, also to evaluate what they have versus what they need, and then have a credentialing process that allows them to have a, tr- a transferable credential uh, if they pass the examination 
that they can take from job to job or coming out of the military, going to their first entry-level job once uh, finished with their military service, that gives them something that's uh, industry-recognized. And, Mark, that, again, is uh, where so much uh, uh, is happening in the military. It's happening in civilian. As you know, the military, are you a veteran? I am not a veteran. My, okay. my brother was a uh, decorated veteran in uh, the Vietnam War. Excellent. Uh, but Excellent. I was not a veteran. Well, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, and one of the things I love to talk about with veterans is uh, how so many of them come out, uh, and not just the Marine Corps, but all services. And today's young uh, kids coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan who, who have certifications up the kazoo. I mean, this kid, this Marine I helped, I mean, he, he gave me a whole page of certifications and courses and all the things he's been through. And, and his question was, how many of these are applicable to industry or manufacturing, and how do I find out? Yeah, there's one thing that I want to clear up uh, in regards to certifications and certificates. Um, there's, there's certificate programs and there's certification programs. Certificate programs are basically you've, uh, you've taken a class, you've learned the subject, you've taken the examination, and you've passed that examination and you receive the certificate. A certification is a professional credential that says that I understand the needs and the requirements of a manufacturing sector in all aspects of that sector and have the general knowledge required to be credentialed as a certified manufacturing technologist, for instance, or a certified manufacturing engineer. And that, those certifica certifications not only are a lifelong certification, but they have a, a three-year renewable requirement where you go and get continuing education to advance your skills going forward. So what would be a way that someone could start, whether they're coming out of the military or they're coming out of one of these industries where their jobs are going away and they want to retool, how can they um, you know, take a look at, at your programs and decide what best fits their you know, background they already have and the direction they'd like to go in. If they go on our website, sme.org slash certifications, they can then go look at the bodies of knowledge for those certifications. And they can actually take a pretest to see where they uh, fit or how they, how they would rank. From that pretest, they then can go to, and take some review classes to determine where their skills gaps are. And from those review classes, actually take some training to uh, backfill the gaps that they have that will then make them uh, or allow them to take the certification and pass it. Excellent. And then now do, does the society do the training itself or do they need to then go to educational institutions to get they that can go. They can do it in actually three different ways. You can do it through the society, they can do it on their own, or they can do it through a uh, Primarily through community colleges, there's a lot of courses that the community colleges across the country uh, would provide, and we can we at the society could help them uh, guide them to the right uh, community college to get that work done. Excellent. And how many different certifications are are there to look at? Are, is it a broad number or? Um, we have uh, three primary certifications that we manage ourselves, and that's the certified manufacturing technologist, which. Uh, uh, someone that re receives that certification, um, is, uh, that's equivalent to a four-year degree in manufacturing engineering. 
um, the Certified Manufacturing Engineering Certification or Certified Manufacturing Engineer Certification is equivalent to a six-year uh, degree, so a master's degree program. We also have uh, Lean Certification, which is the product improvement or process improvement certifications for continuous improvement inside of an organization that has a bronze, silver, and gold certification. So you can, do, uh, uh, you can progress through those levels of certification as well. Okay, and so for the technology level that you mentioned early, is there is there a two-year uh, certification as well? There, there are um, other organizations, uh, MSSC and NIMS, that are, are actually have certification programs that are what we call entry-level certificate programs that feed into our certification program for those that have two years of knowledge. Okay. So it, it's it, it's a progressive um, process. Okay, Mark. So just um, so we make sure we have this accurate for the two-year certifications. What which organizations would cover those? It's NIMS, NIMS, and MSSC. Okay, great, excellent. Well, how is the profession impacted by the the economic recession uh, currently and around the world? Well, the manufacturing per, uh, profession is impacted in the. At- from the aspect that repetitive assembly, as I talked about earlier, those jobs are going away. Um, a lot of those repetitive assembly jobs are going away. What's interesting, however, though, is in, and even in the Detroit area where I'm located, there are jobs that aren't getting filled because the skill set is, isn't, um, isn't there. For instance, someone that understands how to program uh, a computer numerical controlled machine, a three-axis machining center, um, there's jobs available today in the Detroit area for those types of people. The people that are looking for repetitive assembly jobs, however, um, need to update, up, update their skill sets and learn these other uh, aspects of manufacturing, such as how to process a component, to make themselves uh, available to the workforce. Okay, excellent. Well, we're going to need to take a little break here, but when we get back, we'll talk more about the manufacturing engineering field. So stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to betterjobbetterlife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. 
Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere. Thursdays at 5 Eastern Time, be sure to tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel for Cocktails for Everyone with host Catherine Santonship. Catherine will take you behind the scenes of your favorite beer, wine, and spirit brands, the people that create them, and the restaurants that serve them. The program will keep you on the pulse of the beverage industry and may even keep you a step ahead of the bartender. Cocktails for Everyone airs live Thursdays at 5 Eastern Time. That's 2 Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Mark Tomlinson, and we're talking about uh, manufacturing opportunities. And uh, we talked a little bit in the last segment about how those who might be uh, transitioning from uh, jobs that are going away, how they might retool to become better prepared to find um, opportunities in the more skilled uh, workforce. And, um, Mark, uh, you shared a lot about the certifications. We're still in a really difficult economic times, and some people think that we'll even really experience a double dip. Why would someone who's unemployed want to spend their limited resources on joining the uh, society? Well, one of the things the Society of Manufacturing Engineers can do is um, assist someone that is struggling to find work in developing a, a career path. Uh, we can assist them in understanding where the value is and how to get to that value in regards to a manufacturing profession. Um, we can also uh, align them with educational institutions that can support their needs. Uh, yeah, excellent. Well, what, what are some of the uh, career paths that, that we haven't talked about yet? Are there any others that you'd like to share? Well, um, one of the things that the most, uh, what I think is the most important aspects of being in manufacturing is once you have a good understanding of how manufacturing works and you can understand how parts are processed and you understand the value of the manufacturing supply chain, your jobs become endless inside of manufacturing companies. You not only stay uh, close to the manufacturing floor, but you also become a valuable component for areas such as purchasing, or for areas such as um, project management and business management. Uh, because of the, the understanding that a manufacturing practitioner has, they become valuable aspects of the entire organization and are generally plucked from the manufacturing organization into other areas of an organization. Mark, so th- that's an excellent point. You've had a chance to look at our book, uh, Job Search, a Total System. What we specialize in is helping people achieve better job, better pay, better life. And 
people who are saying, what are you kidding, I can't even get a job, we talk about uh, one of the reasons you can't is because, one, you don't, you haven't trained uh, yourself in terms of where you need to be, but one of the things that we talk about that no one else does is when you go into an interview, you really need to project yourself as an individual who has an excellent and or outstanding background in terms of performance, attitude, and all the rest of it, but also someone who can come into that new organization and pick up very quickly what they need to do in terms of being a viable member of that organization so they can impact the bottom line. Would you speak to that, please? Yes, I think yeah, the comments in the book are absolutely right on the mark. It's, it's um, you know, confidence is a big part of any interviewing process, but really what it's all about is having the knowledge or the understanding of where the knowledge is so that you can have an impactful um, relationship with the company that you're joining as quickly as you can. And you can do that in many different ways, but the most important thing is that uh, having the ability to understand where the knowledge is, and that's where the Society of Manufacturing Engineers helps in that process, is because we will connect you to the knowledge. So if there's something that you don't understand as you get into this new, new uh, position, you contact the society. We have a full-time librarian, for instance, that actually will help you with any research that you need uh, to help solve a problem. And that librarian gets back to the individual within 24 hours. So things like that is where the society uh, aligns with what you're, you're talking about inside your book. And, Mark, that's what makes manufacturing so exciting for me as well, and that is the huge amount of potential within the industry, from company to company, uh, even industry to industry, because there are are so many corollaries between one and the other. And once, as you said earlier, you have a fundamental foundation in terms of how it works, the sky is a limit in terms of uh, where you go from there. And I totally agree. Once you you understand how to process something, you can go into any, any industry that's making something and have a pretty good fundamental understanding of how that thing is or process is being uh, developed, and then from that, if the things that you don't know, then you go back out to the society or other uh, resources, and you get that information. But a manufacturing, someone in a manufacturing profession has to have a mind and wants to have a mind that talks about or thinks about the future and what what can change and how we can improve it. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to start with a four-year degree. It can start with someone with advanced skills past your high school degree. And, and then you start your manufacturing career, and then you continually develop your skills through uh, educational resources and your experience on the shop floor or inside your manufacturing company. I think that sounds really exciting. Uh, it gives uh, uh, the opportunity for young people uh, who maybe are coming out of uh, high school and not sure what direction that they want to go in. Instead of just going to a four-year school and spending maybe – Thirty thousand, forty thousand dollar a year when they're not even sure what what's a good fit for them. It gives them some other options to consider, and and uh, options that where they can make more money in a shorter period of time than someone that gets a four year degree in certain aspects of uh, you know your educational system. Uh, for instance, someone with CNC skills, CNC programming skills, with a limited advanced education, probably like a two-year associate's degree, can make up to $50,000 at an entry-level position. Um, so 
good value jobs uh, without having that four-year degree. This is something that our career counselors in high schools aren't talking about. And part of that is because they're not educated enough on what really actually takes place in manufacturing. They only see or, and hear what the press is telling them about repetitive assembly and repetitive manufacturing jobs. And Mark, it's absolutely uh, unbelievable how uh, our media is, is covering this. Uh, two examples in this morning's uh, New York Times, there's an article called After Job Training, Still Scrambling for a Job. And they're putting billions and billions of odd dollars into federal training for jobs that either don't exist or are obsolete. And it's absolutely uh, ludicrous. And they're pouring money into this simply because uh, they have the money and they're sitting with some counselor, as you say, who's talking to some high school kid. And, I mean, they're so far off the mark and they are wondering why they can't get a job. It's, it's amazing how we haven't targeted the need for skills, abilities, and talents and matched up the need in industry and put the two together. I agree. And one of the sayings we have at the Society of Manufacturing Engineers is collaborate, not compete. And what that means is that as a society, we have to work together with chambers of commerce, with government, with other associations, with other industry leaders, and getting the word out of what's important so that students that are thinking about uh, careers, future careers, as well as existing workforce and veterans, understand the value of a job in manufacturing and how with the appropriate training, not necessarily four-year degree training, they can be a valuable asset to an organization and a valuable asset to this country and to the world's economic situation. Precisely, Mark, and, and just one more article that, that fits exactly with what we're talking about. Once again, New York Times, this one's called Jobs Go Begging as Gap is Exposed in Worker Skills. Employees hunt in, employers hunt in vain because shifts in manufacturing are leaving many as unemployable. Correct. Your thoughts? Yeah, and, and, and that goes back to, you know, understanding what's happening keeping yourself knowledgeable in what's happening in the manufacturing arena, understanding what industries are starting to lead and, and where the transition is happening is a very important part of an individual career's, uh, individual uh, uh, person's career. Is, and, and you talk about that in your book, is that you, you need to have the knowledge. You need to be up to date with the knowledge. You need to network in regards to understanding what's available, what's going to be available, and where the careers are going. And the last thing on that point is you have to go where the jobs are. I mean, a lot of people sit at home and they say, well, I'll accept a job as long as it's five miles from the house. Are you kidding me? You've got to go where the environment is, the jobs are, the manufacturing environment is, and it's not going to come to you necessarily. You've got to go to it. Yeah, we have a, uh, on that point, we have a, uh, a job site on our our, our uh, website called Jobs Connection, where there's a thousand manufacturing jobs out there today. They're not in Detroit, but there are a thousand manufacturing jobs available out there today that aren't being filled because exactly. people refuse to move or are exactly. not capable of moving. Well, you exactly. do have to be flexible, and that's one of the things that we teach in uh, Job Search Total System. I want to go back for a second to the the issue with high school students and helping to direct them. Do you have any kind of uh, collaborative program with high schools to help get the word out to these yes, young people? 
Absolutely, we do. We have our, our the Society of Manufacturing Engineers Education Foundation, uh, better known as SMEETH, um, has two programs that we're very, very proud of. One is we are in, in partnership with Project Lead the Way, which is a curriculum-based organization. We have uh, one-week summer camps for middle school students where they spend a week making something and understanding how to process it, understanding the different aspects of manufacturing. And then through that process, they go back into a curriculum where they use math and science and teaming uh, in their educational development uh, to enhance that uh, awareness that they received at the summer camp. This year, we're doing over 300 of those camps across the country. Wow. The the other thing that we we do is we uh, as an endowed foundation uh, we give up over three hundred thousand dollars worth of educational scholarships for for students that are interested in engineering not just manufacturing but engineer engineering and our goal is to get engineers in manufacturing not just create manufacturing engineers. Okay, excellent. Well, that's very exciting news. We've got uh, more to come, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Michelle Kors, Six Degrees is your connected consciousness. Six Degrees is what comes around, goes around radio. Committed to delivering a fresh perspective on thought-provoking, investigative information that can change your life. Six Degrees connects you to the social and emotional scene and is your trusted advisor from finance to romance, mainstream to metaphysical. It's a positive, upbeat look at life, love, and the pursuit of passion. Get connected Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com
listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Mark Thomason, and we've learned a tremendous amount about manufacturing, about the industry, and the job opportunities that are available. Even talking about starting very young in middle school, where young people can get a passion for math and science and begin the education they need to succeed in the manufacturing sector. We might shift gears just slightly, Mark, and talk about those that are mid-career. How are you helping them beyond uh, the educational opportunities that you're providing? Well, again, um, through membership uh, at SME, uh, we provide tremendous amount of opportunities to network with um, the leading uh, innovators, the leading managers inside the manufacturing uh, environment. Uh, we have uh, a large number of events um, across the country that allow for that networking to take place, as well as a local chapter network that um, is basically we have over 170 local chapters where um, members can get an opportunity to share their needs and and network with professionals in their in their career uh, areas at the local level. So that's, a, that's one way that we do it. The other way that we do it is we can do it virtually through our, our virtual chapter series as well as our webinar series where uh, someone that's in a profession that wants to learn more about their profession uh, or a specific technology can attend one of our webinars. And for m- members, they're, they're free in most cases. Um, and through the, that webinar series, they're gaining more knowledge on how to do their job more effectively. Mark, one of the things that just occurred to me is there are so many correlations between what you do on your side and what we do on ours. And one of the things, once again, that I believe we can do to, to not only help our clients and help uh, those that are looking, but uh, help SME is we talk a lot about better job, better pay, better life, and I, and I can't think of any better job or career other than manufacturing, as I said earlier. And, and there's so many people who are not sure and unsure about what they want to do. So there's an awful lot of people that we can help direct toward environments uh, consistent with manufacturing and being all you can be and working harder, smarter, longer, and all the things you stand for. Um, your thoughts on that as it relates to our listeners? Well, I, there's two things that I would suggest. One is um, if you look at manufacturing um, as a career, and I certainly have benefited from being in manufacturing all my life. Um, It is one of the most satisfying things an individual can do is to see something that has been created or an idea that has developed and then it's created. And in the manufacturing environment, you can see that happen on a day-to-day basis. And that is probably one of the most exciting things that a person can see is actually have an idea or see an idea become a reality. That's what manufacturing is all about, and that's, that's really exciting. And for the young people of today that want to change the world, you change the world through manufacturing. Say more about that, because I think, you know, people think that, you know, once, once you see these jobs being outsourced, that somehow we're, beca- you know, we're having less and less opportunity. How can we expand everyone's vision 
on the potential for the U.S. economy. Well, any any brand new idea, any brand new process, any brand new product starts somewhere, and it starts with someone sketching an idea and then putting some dimensions around it and then getting the first article made. That's advanced manufacturing. That's prototype manufacturing. That's additive manufacturing. That's part of the manufacturing process. Once that first part is made, then we price it out, we determine how much it's worth, and then we decide how many we want to make. Now you're into the traditional manufacturing part of the process, and you start building a process, you build machinery, and, and then you start making the product. Then you decide how you continually improve that product. That's the improvement side of manufacturing. So there's several different aspects of manufacturing that take place that all have um, a creation and innovation component to it. So using innovation, using creation, using manufacturing processes, there is a lot of excitement that takes place. And if you want to change the world, you don't change it by having an idea and then throwing it to someone else. You change the world by having that idea and then creating it. And that's so fascinating for... uh what I might call uh, uh, wise, um, we've, we've had a lot of authors on who are talking about the new generation and the young kids, and we talk about X's and Y's, and the question then becomes these. But it, it, as you say, there are so many exciting opportunities for these kids who want to change the world. Entrepreneurship, as an example, there are so many things you can do on your own. doesn't actually have to be in a company, but it all, once again, relates back to manufacturing. You can have a one-man or one-woman manufacturing facility. You know, if you, under, if you have a new way of doing something that you can create a product, you're making it. And, if you, and by making it, you're manufacturing it. So, you, can, you know, it can be a one-person manufacturing enterprise. It can be a multi-person manufacturing enterprise. You can have a new idea on how to uh, help um, sustain the, the world through a greener economy. That requires some products to do that. What products are they? How do we make them? How do we get those products into the uh, marketplace? How do they get implemented so that we can improve the the environment that we live in? But and one that's last what thought, Mark. Are interested in. But one last thought, Mark, is as you read in the book, uh, which I know you believe in. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be dropped in your lap. You got to go out and get it, and you got to work harder, smarter, longer to make it happen. And the harder you work, the luckier you get. And that's exactly how you succeed in manufacturing business or anything else. That's correct. It's all about effort. The more effort you put in, the more reward you get out. Well, there's uh, very well said, Mark, and I, I might just, just to bring this all together, what's so encouraging, as I hear you say, Mark, is that the society is there to provide the knowledge and the understanding for how people can take control of their own career there are the society out there, there's other professional organizations like, um, like yours that is helping people get on the right track with their careers. And we just want to encourage all of our listeners to take advantage of these resources that are out there. And one of them I just remind, to run, remind you again, uh, as we did at the beginning of the show, of our seven free videos to help you get a better job, better pay, and a better life. To access these free videos, go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com. And to get more information on the Society, Mark, uh, what is that URL again? It's SME.org. Very simple, SME.org. And then it'll take you to any any one of our products and services. 
All right. Well, Mark, thank you so much for a tremendous show uh, just filled with information. Uh, we appreciate all you do for the young people of this country and also for uh, our economy uh, by helping helping us understand the importance of manufacturing. And thank Mark, you. if there's anything we can do to help uh, you or SME in the future, please let us know. Uh, uh, everything we're going to be doing in the future is going to be designed to help everybody out there, but we really are excited about directing as many people as we can toward manufacturing, and we'll do all we can to help. And uh, we will be there to help you as well. Thank you thank for you. your thank great, you again. great resource Stay tuned, uh, and in your book, The Job we'll have source. a fantastic show for you. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Variety Channel.